in the house? Yes. Blakely, a new baby. Whitney's baby is here today. And so we're glad that that uh, has happened. What a blessing it is to have these new babies come in and be a part of the family here at Fountainhead. Amen. Um, but I want to start off with a scripture that the Fountainhead kids read and quote every single week because these two verses play an important role in what I want to talk about today. Uh, all scripture, the word of God, it is profitable for us. It's profitable for our doctrine, the way we believe our faith. It's profitable for the way that we should live. It's profitable for the way that it corrects us when we're wrong. And it's profitable for teaching us how to live a righteous life. And the beauty of these two verses when they come together is verse 17. It says, God is trying to make us as men and women, children of God, complete and he's trying to make us thoroughly equipped, ready to be able to handle every good work. I appreciate somebody that wants to equip me with the right weapons. Amen. I appreciate somebody who wants to equip me with the right things and the right tools to be able to accomplish something at the best, to do, be able to do it the best way, not just all right or eh, that's okay, but the best way. And I so appreciate that from God, just how much he loves us in itself by giving us this inspired word to learn from and grow uh, into being more like his son. A couple weeks ago, I've been asked to go speak at a congregation and they gave me an interesting topic, one that uh, is simple in thought, but really when I started preparing for it, made me have to think and, and, and work to get a lesson together. And I thought that this is a, a lesson that is really beneficial for us as Christians and really for us as we go into the world. The title was Christians or not, they're important. So today I'd like to answer those two questions. The first one is this, why is a Christian important? Why is a Christian important? Well, the first thing to consider is this. God loves us. Amen. That's a hard point, ain't it? You may have never thought about that one, but this is a true reality. God loves you, Christian. And how do I know that? Because the Bible says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Of God. Think about what that verse says, a verse that I quote a lot, but what a powerful thought. What manner, this is a huge manner of love that God has bestowed on us. He says, you know what? You are my child. Now, let me build on this a little bit. Let me build on this thought. Jesus came to this earth. Jesus lived a perfect life so that we could have hope of heaven. And as we talked about in class, Ephesians chapter one, verse three says that all spiritual blessings are in Christ Jesus. Now those blessings, those promises, those things that God has given us are incredible. 
And one of those blessings is this, that we are sons of God. Now, I want you to to, to hear what I say when I read Galatians chapter 3. Verse 26 says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And then in verse 28, he says, there's neither Jew, there's neither Greek, there's neither slave, there's neither free, there's neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are in Christ Jesus, you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Why is a Christian so important? Why are you so important? Because God loves you. And not only that, you're his son, you're his daughter. And not only that, you are heirs according to a promise. And that promise is heaven will be your home one day. You have been added to his family and therefore receive all the blessings. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8 that we are actually co-heirs with Christ. Why is a Christian so important? Because God loves us. Because we are his sons. And you know what he did for us? He created us to be his workmanship. I've had a whole lesson series on this, but I want to remind you, brethren, that Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says this, we are his workmanship and we are created in Christ Jesus for good works. You may think that your life isn't important. You may think, what am I doing as a Christian, Matt? I'm not doing anything to be beneficial for the kingdom. Oh, God's got something for you. What are the qualities that you're good at? What are the abilities that you have that you know you can do well? God will use that for his glory. See, he prepared this beforehand that all of us could be a part of this family, that all of us could do things to bring glory to his name. Don't think for one minute as you sit here today that you are not important to the kingdom of God because you are. God can use you in ways that you never saw fit, that you never thought would happen. How do we do this? How does this work? How, does we, how do we become God's workmanship? Think about this. Why is a Christian so important? Because we get to bear each other's burdens. Have you ever had a burden that needed to be bared? Have you ever had just a tough time with something and you needed to pass it on to somebody else and see if they could help you along the way? You want to know what the Bible says? When you do that, when you bear somebody's burden, you fulfill the law of Christ. How hard is that to do, brethren? Is that a hard one? It's not, is it? If somebody's struggling, if somebody's hurting, is it really hard to reach out to them and ask them if they need anything or you could help them with something? No, that's not a hard task to do. Any of us have the ability to do that. And when we do that, we fulfill the law of Christ. Why is a Christian so important? Because that's what's on our mind. Those types of things. See, Christians are important in the world. Would you say that it's true? Brethren, we have a job. We have a light to shine. We have to be a city that's set on a hill. But when we think about our lives, when we think about the things 
that we do, are we fulfilling the law of Christ? Are we God's workmanship? Because you're important and he wants to mold you and shape you to become something that you never thought you could be. See, what else? And James alluded to this when he spoke earlier. We are important because we are the ones to stir up love. We are the ones to stir up these good works. Are we considering one another? Are we considering one another in order to stir up these thoughts? Are we considering one another to encourage others to do the same thing? See, when you get into this Christian thought, why you become so important is because you love God first. And because you love God first, the second thing that you do is you look out for somebody else. What an amazing thing that happens when that becomes action. When that becomes who you are and that becomes what you're about, watch out because you're going to be active. Watch out because things are going to just start to take place in your life that you never thought would happen before. Why is a Christian so important? The first thing to remember is God loves you. But the second thing to remember is you are his child and he's created you in Jesus for good works. And he shows you how to do it when you look to his word by bearing each other's burdens, by stirring up love and good works. And what else? Why is a Christian so important? Because we, brethren, have a treasure inside of us. See, this treasure in earthen vessels, yeah, and I've used this before too. Matt, you're using the same stuff, yep. You want to know why? Because this is the stuff I know about. How about that? That's the stuff that encourages me. It's the stuff that drives me. It may not drive you, I don't know, to have a treasure inside of you that you can go tell somebody else. And when they say, how come you act like that? And I say, because God is the one who's making me do this. Because I'm listening to what he says and I'm applying it to my life. When that happens, does that not encourage you? Oh, how simple. But oh, how powerful. Because the power is not in me. The power is from God. See, why is a Christian so important? Because we have a treasure inside of us that people need to know about. That people need to be about. Why is a Christian so important? It's because when we study and we show ourselves approved, we show the world the love of God. Now, watch this. When we think about the love of God, the love of God is sacrificial. Amen? You remember what Jesus said in John 10, 15. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. Brethren, are we willing to lay our lives down for each other? Are we willing to sacrifice some things to help each other out? Are we willing to sacrifice some of our time for others? See, God's love is sacrificial. Why is a Christian so important? Because we show people sacrificial love. 
What else do we show? We show a love that serves in the lowest places. Jesus rose from supper. He lay aside his garment. He took a towel and he girded himself. And the Bible says that after that, he poured water into a basin and he began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. What was Jesus showing in that moment? What was Jesus trying to get his disciples to understand? Why is a Christian so important? Because a Christian serves in the lowest places. I'll serve wherever I need to serve. I don't have to be the man. Just tell me what to do. I don't have to be in charge. Just tell me what to do. And I'm okay with that. Because when we do Jesus, when people see Jesus, what an accomplishment. It changes people's lives forever. Amen. I'm so thankful that people have shown me Jesus in my life. Because God loves us and he did the unthinkable. He forgave our sins and he added us to his family and he did it so he could make us something special. See, Christians are important because they show the love of God. They show that it's a sacrificial love. They show that it's a, a, a love that will serve in the lowest of places. And it, it also does this, that obeys Jesus in his prayer to the Father. He says, I've glorified you on earth. I've finished the work which you have given me to do. When you think about you for a minute, don't think about your neighbor. Don't think about your mama. Don't think about your daddy. Don't think about your wife or your husband. When you think about your life, is your prayer to the Lord, Father, I've glorified you thus far on earth. I'm trying to finish the work that you've given me to do. Why is a Christian so important? Because a Christian practices what they preach. I ain't going to tell you about it. I'm going to show you. Hey, man, we need to be about this. Let's go do it, man. Right? Hey, we need to be praying. What's your situation? Let's pray right now about it, right? See, a Christian is important because we show the love of God, this sacrificial love, this love that serves in the lowest of places, this love that obeys, and this love that wants all to be saved. See, I got to do some work to get my life right. Yeah, I got to read and I got to study and I got to do the things that I'm supposed to do. And all of a sudden, if I'm not careful, it becomes so about me that I forget what Jesus said when he was about to leave. You remember when he talked to the disciples at the end of Matthew? Oh, don't forget it, brethren. He said, all authority and power has been given to me and I want you to go into all the world and I want you to tell people about me. 
Has it, as James said, become a common thing? A common name? Has Jesus Christ become a name that doesn't move you anymore? Peter, he opened his mouth in Acts 10 talking about Cornelius' house. He says, in truth I perceive that God shows no partiality. It doesn't matter if you're a Jew or if you're a Gentile. But every nation, whoever fears God and works righteousness is accepted by him. Now, brethren, remember that. Why is a Christian so important? Because we have the love of God that says all people need to be saved. Which leads us to the second point. Why is an unbeliever important? Why is an unbeliever important? Why is an unbeliever important to God? Because God wants them to be saved, doesn't he? God is willing to forgive them. But see, Christians, we've been forgiven, haven't we? And because we've been forgiven, is that enough? Oh, I'm pleading with you this morning. I'm pleading to light a fire under you. God was willing to forgive you. See, I love this. He loves the unworthy. Brian said it in his statement in class. Romans chapter 5 verse 6 says, For when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But here's real talk. Here's real application. Here's real motivation. But God demonstrates his own love towards us that in while we were still sinners, unworthy, wicked, nasty, undeserving, he died for you. Why is the message of the gospel so important to this world? Because they need to hear it. Hey, man, I can't become a Christian because of the things that I've done in my past, man. You have no idea what's going on. You have no idea what I've done. How many times have we heard that, brethren? We need to preach the gospel to them and say, oh, no, God loves the unworthy. God loves the undeserving. God loves everyone. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him should not perish. But what, brethren? 
have everlasting life. Look at 1 John 4.10. In this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, the satisfying sacrifice for your sins and for the world's sins. That's big time. Think about the woman at the well. Jesus, in John chapter 4, verse 10, when he's talking to her, he says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Think about Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, right kids? And a wee little man was he. And he climbed up in a sycamore tree. Why was it? For the Lord he wanted to see. And the Lord said, Zacchaeus, come down. For I'm coming to your house today. (laughs) You want to know what happened to Zacchaeus that day? It changed his life forever. Now we're talking about the chief tax collector. Zacchaeus, make haste, Luke 19, 5, and come down for today I must stay at your house. Why is an unbeliever important? Because God loves everyone. The woman at the well had all kinds of situations going on with her marriages and all of these things. Zacchaeus, the chief tax collector, ripping off all kinds of people. Matthew, one of his disciples, you remember I preached on it not too long ago. Where does Jesus go? He goes to Matthew's house and it's full of sinners. Unworthy. To the point where the Pharisees and the scribes, let me talk to you for a minute, brethren. They came to his disciples and they said, why in the world is Jesus in there? And Jesus said, those who are well, Luke 5, 31, have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Verse 32 says this, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Oh man, brethren. I hope that you're motivated today to know that you are important. Friend, if you are not a Christian here today, I I plead with you. I want to tell you one thing. Somebody loves you. Somebody cares about you. Somebody wants you to be a part of his family. Why is an unbeliever important to God? Because he loves the unworthy and he loves everyone. But why, as we close, why is an unbeliever important to a Christian? Brethren, would you say that this statement is true? An unbeliever deserves to hear about Jesus just like We did.
Brethren, we owe it to them. I, I say this a lot, and we joke about it a lot with when I'm at Bible studies. And I say, you know, I love this verse, or I love this area of Scripture. But one verse... One verse that drives me. Is this one. Paul in Romans chapter 1. Verse 14 he says. I am. A debtor. I owe it. To a Greek. I owe it to a barbarian. Now think about, now think about that. If you had to think about a person who is called a barbarian, would you even be bomb? I think about like a woolly outfit with a with a Fred Flintstone wood thing with some stick stab things on the. I, I wouldn't even be by a barbarian. Paul said, I owe it to a Greek who's trying to kill me. I owe it to a barbarian that I'm scared to death of. I owe it to a know-it-all. Wait a minute. I don't know if you've ever talked to a know-it-all. But Paul said, I owe it to a know-it-all and I owe it to somebody who is not wise. I owe it to everybody. For as much as is in me. Here's what Paul said. As much as is in me, I'm ready to go and do this. Brethren, when we think about our lives, are we ready to do this? Or some other things got to get situated before I can be about the Lord's business. I got to get some other things right before I can get to work. I want to close in this area. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Think about this while you're eating your lunch today, brethren. Think about this when you're visiting and talking about the lesson today. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Christian, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, you're a new creation. The old things have passed away. You got to be about God's business and behold, all things have become new. Verse 18, it says, now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. What is that ministry of reconciliation? You want to know what it is? You ready to hear it? That God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. He wants you, friend. Not imputing their trespasses to them. He doesn't want to count the sins against you. But here's the reality. If you die outside of Christ, there are no spiritual blessings. And when you stand before him, you get judged fairly. But get, your judgment will be guilty. But not in Jesus. 
not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Here it is, brethren. Now then, we are the ambassadors for Christ. We are the representatives for Jesus Christ. And as though God were pleading through us, friend, we implore you, I'm begging you, I'm pleading with you, on Jesus' behalf, that you be reconciled to God today. Make it right. Because God made him who knew no sin to become sin so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Maybe you're here today and you're struggling in your walk. Maybe you're a Christian and you don't think you're important. You are. Maybe you're here today and you're not a Christian and you think you're not important. Oh, you are. If you need to become a child of God today, you can obey the gospel and be added to his family by believing who he is, by repenting of your sins, by confessing his name before men, by being baptized in water. You go in dead and you come out brand new, man. A new creation. Forgiven of your sins, reconciled to God. And Jesus says, if you remain faithful to me, my promise to you is I'll give you a crown of life and you won't regret it. You won't regret it. But Christian, if you're here today and you need prayers, if you need encouragement, if your life isn't where it needs to be in your walk with Jesus, make it right today as we stand and as we sing.